This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how are you doing today? This is the episode that I highlighted in this morning's daily financial news. We're bringing on an expert in IRA. We're going to talk about using your IRA to buy real estate. We're going to talk about using your IRA uh, to make investing or be a private money source. We're going to talk about how you can open your own self-directed IRA. We're going to talk about a book. We're going to talk about courses. I told you we were going to find somebody. You've been asking. Here we are. Let's welcome Dennis Blitz to the show. How are you doing, Dennis? Very good. Thank you very much, Mike, for having me. Oh, yeah. This is this is the number one topic I'm asked about that I have yet to serve. So I want to thank you for being an expert and coming on and kind of giving us at least the initial blocking and tackling. And then we may need you to have you back to go deeper. But uh, let's, let's get the first couple of topics out of the way, uh, if you don't mind. Terrific, terrific. Awesome. So why don't you just first tell us who is Dennis Blitz? Tell us about IRA Club, IRA Club, and just you know give us a kind of bio of you and in, in, in your business. Well, the bio of me is 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 very dull, so I'll do it quickly. <laughs> uh, I spent uh, uh, my whole career, actually about uh, thirty years, I wrote uh, textbooks for. Uh, exam preparation for people in the securities industry. Uh, if anybody around here is uh, uh, familiar with what used to be called NASD, now it's called FINRA. Uh, there are lots of regulations for security brokers and, and those regulations have exams. And uh, uh, I wrote test prep books my whole career. So anybody you know who is a stockbroker, uh, whether they sell mutual funds or uh, you know listed securities or even variable annuities, they somewhere had a uh, an exam uh, issued by the government that they had to take, and and I wrote those books and lectured all over the country. So, really, have sold <laughs> over hundreds of thousands of books, wow. uh, but they were never on a New York Times bestseller list because they were, you know, it was it was bought by Prudential or it was bought by Merrill Lynch or it was bought by somebody like that. So that was my career. When I left that job or that that career, I had a four hundred one k. Uh, and I had been doing the same thing for 30 years and a 401k after 30 years does build up. And, and even if you, you know, e even if the, the damn thing is mismanaged, it's going to build up. Yeah. And, uh, here I had this 401k that needed to, you know, I, you know, you, you get the letter and I got the same letter that everybody else gets and I'm a securities guy, uh, and know the securities regs. So maybe I was a little better condition than most people who get the letter and say, well, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And you know what that letter says? That letter says, hey, look, you got to decide what you want to do with this 401k. You could, and then they give you choices, leave it here and it just stays here. Well, you know, you think about that for a minute and you realize very quickly, well, what's going to happen is I can't make any more contributions. My employer is not going to make any more contributions, but all those high fees that are associated with 401ks, they still stay. I would be lucky if the money stays stagnant for the next 10 years. Yep. So maybe just leaving it there is not a good idea. The next choice they're going to give you is you can transfer it to a, uh, a, a brokerage firm and they'll list a brokerage firm. And lo and behold, that brokerage firm is going to be the same firm that's managing the 401k. 
It always is. It's going to be Fidelity. It's going to be Charles Schwab. Fidelity, we've fired away the most common, but one of those firms. And then what they're going to do is just drop it into a fairly conservative mutual fund. Because remember, those firms all make money on the same thing. They don't make money when you make money. They make money when they hold money. Mm. And so the idea that they all have is the same thing. Just keep it alive. Just keep it alive. Now, how important is that to those firms? Well, I can tell you how important it is. There's $11 trillion in IRAs. There's another $9 trillion in 401ks. All together, it's about $26 trillion. And those companies just like to hold that money and get that little percentage every month. So if the market goes up, they get their they get a percentage. If the market stays the same, they get a percentage. If the market goes down, they take a percentage. And they're taking it always from your account. So mm-hmm. I think, well, that wasn't a very good idea. The third idea that they always give you is you can buy an annuity. An annuity is a very interesting idea because I wrote for insurance companies. So I know what an annuity is. An annuity is you give the insurance company all your money, and then they give it back to you very slowly, a piece at a time. Right. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so that's not a very good idea. And that's about where the letter ends. <laughs> Check one of these boxes. What those letters don't say is there's other choices that you can do. Oh, one is the, I'm sorry, there was, there's another choice. You, you just take the money. Yeah. And distribute pay the it. taxes. Yeah. And pay the taxes and go, go you know, go away. Goodbye. Uh, but the tax hit is a big hit. You don't want to do that. The choice they don't tell you is you can transfer it to any IRA or 401k that you like. And one of those IRAs is what's called a self-directed IRA, which is kind of what we're going to talk about. Now, the self-directed IRA, interestingly enough, uh, is the original IRA. You know, the original IRA says you can invest for your future on a tax-preferred basis. That's simple. You can invest for your future on a tax-preferred basis. So let's nowhere, nowhere in the IRA regs, and believe me, I read them, Nowhere in the IRA regs does it say you have to invest in stocks. You have to invest in mutual funds. You have to have a stock, an account at Fidelity, or you have to have an account at Merrill Lynch. It doesn't say that at all. It says you can invest for your future. So that brings us to where we're at today. Is a uh, can is an investment in real estate an investment for my future? Well, of course it is. That means it's eligible for an IRA. So let's say you call up Fidelity. And you say, you know what? I've got this IRA and I want to buy a house, the house at 123 Green Street. But what's Fidelity going to tell you? First of all, Fidelity can't make a profit on you. They can't get a, a management fee on that house. They don't get a commission when you buy it, a commission when you sell it, and a money flow when you hold it. They say, can't do it. What they should be saying is you can't do it here. Right. What they don't say is, they just say you can't do it. And most people, and I can tell you the number is 97.5% of the people just say, oh, well, they said I can't do it. And they don't. Only 2.5% of the people push further and realize, well, if I go to a company that will accept that transaction, fine. And so self-directed IRA companies like, like IRA Club will accept any transaction that's allowable in the IRS code, which is pretty much any investment for your future. Okay. So that is the IRA club. That's what we do. We have thousands of clients. We've done tens of thousands of transactions. Uh, We hold over 10,000 individual houses 
uh, for people in their IRAs. And it, you know, it's a, it, it's good for the client. Uh, it's way less, you know, it's way more attractive, we think, than having, uh, you know, some mutual funds in your, your IRA. So let's just hit this right now. We'll hit it again and again. And I know a lot of my followers are already going to go, okay, I want to know more. So Dennis, how can they reach out to you or your firm? What website do you want them to go to, to, to poke around? Maybe talk about the ebook that you've just released. Sure. Uh, they're probably already excited. The, the, uh, very quickly, uh, let me give you, we'll talk about a lot of things, but I'll give you, I'll give you the website first. Website is iraclub.org, O-R-G, because we started as a club. And so we were an organization uh, and uh, uh, we got that, you know, tag. When we became a commercial company, we just never changed the tag. Uh, and the reason I never changed the tag was I already had my letterhead printed and I didn't want to buy more letterhead. So, so, so letterhead, uh, you know, that was expensive. So iraclub.org, very, very simple. And you'll see what you can do. And by the way, if you go to iraclub.org, uh, there's, there's a thing on there called uh, um, uh, Investor's Row. Uh, and Investor's Row, you can click on it and you'll see uh, other investments that people are offering. So I'm not, I'm not here to sell any of those investments. I don't endorse in those investments, but those are, those are companies that, that, you know, have sent us clients and we'll put their name on our, on our, on our page. Uh, but that'll give you an idea of some of the things. And, and so maybe you're interested in real, you know, single family homes and you can click on that key, or maybe you're interested in gold and silver, and maybe you're interested in, in uh, life settlements, or maybe you're interested in lending money or maybe et cetera, et cetera. So all those things would be there. I think there's about 40 or 50 different uh, investment options, which is just this yeah. much of, of the universe. Very cool. So we'll hit two of those topics. I'm sure we'll have you back and we'll hit more of them later. But let's talk about real estate investing. That's what this channel is. And let's sure. start first from, hey, I have an IRA. Uh, I would like to buy an investment property. And we'll actually answer, we'll do an A and B. We'll, we'll do one for cash, right? I'll just use my IRA funds and pay 100%. And then maybe the second one we'll do, hey, I need a loan, I'll put 50% down. So we'll, ad we'll address both, but my IRA, my investment property first. So, and that's, that's very good. So let's, that's a good place to start. So uh, let's, and by the way, we do that transaction probably a few dozen times a week. So, mm -hmm. you know, we have a lot of experience with that. Uh, there, there'll be, not, you know, fairly nothing new about that when the guy says, mm -hmm. I've got 100% of the cash. And is that is that you that just, Popped up, Mike. On, I gotta. I don't know. No, nothing on my end. You look good on my end. Keep going. Okay. Whoops. I just lost you, Mike. You're here. I can still see you. You can still see me. Okay. And I can hear you, so you can just keep okay. on going. Okay. I'll just believe. I, I'll just believe because I I am now looking at uh, the front page of the Wall Street Journal. Okay. <laughs> nope. You're. <laughs> I see you. Okay. Good. So so here we go. So what we want to do is is talk about exactly how to. Uh, buy a house with your IRA. And, and, and the uh, layout that Mike gave us is the most straightforward layout. Uh, I, I've got this property. I want to buy this property. Uh, and it's, oh, it's $80,000. And I say $80,000. We're in the Midwest. I know you're in California. And, and you know, I know a garage is $80,000 in California. But but a house would be, a, you know, is, is whatever. We, we, I'll use $80,000. Sure. And it needs maybe a hundred and 
uh, maybe probably another 40,000 of rehab to yep. get it the way I want to. So really, and people will always call us and say that I've, I've got this $80,000 house and I want to put in $40,000 of rehab, et cetera. And, and believe me, we aren't listening to you at that point because we know there's no such thing. We, we follow the IRS thought process. The IRS says there's no such thing as an $80,000 house that needs $40,000 worth of rehab. What there is, is a $120,000 project. And that makes sense because when you go to sell it, you're not gonna sell the house to one person and the rehab to another person, you're gonna sell the whole thing. Yep. So we're gonna call it what it is. It's a $120,000 project. And we don't care what is house, what is rehab, what is curb appeal, et cetera. We, you know, mm-hmm. what is, what's this project gonna come out to? Yep. And the person says, and I have that much money in my IRA and I want to use it, uh, to invest it with my IRA. And, and we'll, talk, we'll talk more about why you want to do that a lot in a, in a few minutes. You simply have open a self-directed IRA account. You can do that on the phone with us. Takes about uh, 15 minutes to do it, 10 minutes to do maybe. Uh, if, if you talk slow, we can do it faster if you're in a hurry, uh, but call it 10 minutes. Uh, we will send you something for you to sign. You'll sign it and send it back. But pretty much the next morning, your account is open. Mm-hmm. Step one, uh, actually, that's step one. Step two is we need to fund the account. We need to put money in the account because the account is going to be the buyer. Mm-hmm. And so we'll say, where's your money right now? And you'll tell us it's a Fidelity, it's a Schwab, it's at Merrill Lynch, it's at wherever it's at. Mm-hmm. And we'll fill out the, their form. You know, They'll supply us with their form. And we'll fill out their form. And, you know, we'll send that to you. Sometimes if you know at the beginning, we'll send it along with the application and you'll sign it. And basically what you're signing there is you're saying, we give the IRA club the right to move this money. Mm-hmm. And so we'll contact them. We'll say, uh, we take responsibility for the IRA account of Mr. So-and-so and here's his account number and we take responsibility for it. And uh, most people don't know that one IRA company will take direction from another IRA company. And so Fidelity will say, fine, send us a piece of paper that says that, and we'd send it off to them. And then they will send us what's in that account. Now, generally, we do want you to liquidate what's in that account because we don't want you to send us your 200 shares of, you know, uh, General Motors stock. Uh, You you can't take that to the closing. You can only take cash to a closing. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, liquidate what you have. We'll bring the money over. We call you up the next day, or you actually get an automatic email and say the, the funds are here, they're available for investing. Tell us what you want to do. Yep. Now, if you've already got the house picked out, you're probably ready to go now. Or if you're still looking, well, so you're still looking, and you would call us up and say, okay, here's the property I want to buy. It's at 123 Green Street. It's going to cost $80,000. The closing is on this date. It's at this title company. We like closings at title companies. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's at this close uh, title company. And then we have all that data. You'll again, sign a form for us to say, yeah, please send the money because we don't just send money out without your signature. But we'll call the title company and we'll say to the company, you do know that this guy is not buying that house. His IRA is buying that house. Yeah. And so here's how to title it. And that's really what title companies want. They want to hear who's the buyer, mm-hmm. you know? They want, they want, they want the proper titling, which we, which we'll give them. And then 
the procedure takes place. The, the, the closing takes place. The IRA now owns the property. Uh, you've got some rehab to do. Maybe you're using a contractor. Maybe you're doing the rehab yourself. And, and uh, uh, you will let us know where to send money when, when it comes in. I will tell you, if you have a contractor, we get, you know, we get an invoice from the contractor and, you know, you authorize it and we will pay that. Uh, if you do the rehab yourself, uh, there is a rule on IRAs and that is you have to, you can manage the IRA. Matter of fact, you can do everything that's important. You can pick the property, you can negotiate the price, you can uh, decide how much rehab you want to do. Uh, you'll decide what color you want to paint it. You'll decide you want to uh, uh, put shrubs in the front of the house to improve curb, curb appeal. You're going to make all the decisions. The one thing you can't do is you can't do physical labor. Yep. So you cannot go in and say, uh, you know, I'll paint the, you know, the front of the house because I like painting the house. You know, I'm, I, I like climbing up on the roof and tacking down shingles. You know, don't do that. Uh, just leave a nice trail that there was somebody who did that for you. And, you know, we'll send the checks out of your IRA because your IRA is the owner. The IRA is going to pay all the costs. And then uh, you will say, okay, I'm going to either rent it or resell it. And if you rent it, terrific. And just know that the IRA will receive the rent income. Yep. If you sell it, that's fine too. Uh, we'll provide all the you know, documents that the title company will need so they can, you know, for their closing, but the proceeds will come. And, and if title company does it, it's very sim simple because title company will know the proceeds will come to the IRA because the title companies will always send proceeds to the owner. And it, it'll be very clear. The IRA is the owner, not you. Now, if it came to the IRA, what was the tax implication to you? None because IRAs don't even fill out a 1040 form. Hmm. And go. so there is no concern about, is this a long-term capital gain? Is this a short-term capital gain? There is no concern about how our capital gain is going to be changed under the Biden administration. There's no concern about any of that because you, the taxable event, weren't the seller. Your IRA was the seller. IRAs are not a taxable vehicle. Mm -hmm. And so uh, you, you, you know, had 120 into this project, you sold it for 180 or whatever the number might be, congratulations. You now have 180 to move forward with for your next project. Yep. And we have seen people do very nicely with this, all inside the IRA where there's no uh, uh, taxes. Uh, you know, make that same transaction on your own. There's a lot of taxable events and, and you know, it just eats into your ability to compound and, and to grow. For and sure. so that is the most straightforward transaction. We see a lot of those transactions actually in the Midwest. And again, you're, we're in California and it's a more aggressive market. In the Midwest, we have a lot of people who buy and hold those properties and will rent those properties for years and years and yep. years. And, you know, that's just fine. Yeah. Um, that's, I know several people that do that in their IRA, both, both, I know several people that are flipping, you know, one or two houses a year in their IRA. I know others that hold title there. The one thing I want to talk about this scenario, just so people realize is you've got to make sure you have a margin of safety that's left over in your IRA, because if there's any surprise costs or anything, your IRA is the owner, right? It's the IRA is the owner. The IRA, right. In the example that you, you proposed, right, the IRA is the owner, 
So the IRA is going to pay all the costs. The IRA is going to get all the benefits. So you do need that margin of safety, as you say. You know, if, if you pencil this out and it's going to be one hundred and twenty thousand dollars, and you've got one hundred twenty thousand dollars and four cents, mm-hmm. you know, I would kind of discourage you to do that. Right. You, know, you do want you do want you know some some extra. How much extra is always the question I get, and 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 people are looking for a hard number, which we don't have. I mean, right. you know, some 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 properties you say this is a rough property. There may be stuff I don't know about, and other properties you say, hey, this is a pretty clean property. Yeah, and again, the reason you want the margin of safety is because there's rules around how much you can contribute, when you contribute. You you can't just be your cash. Again, it's it's a whole thing. So again. Definitely do yourself a favor. Reach out to our R I R I R A club. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. Uh, the other thing I want to highlight here is you actually have a series of videos because there's a lot of detail and things to think about. Why, why don't you talk about that series of videos, what it is, and then we'll go to the next step. Let's let's you know what. Let's put the videos at the end because okay. I want to go to the next step right now. Well, let's do it. Okay. So the next step is is wait a second. I want to go to to a step. That, that's a little further down the line. There are people that there are people uh, here that are listening who say, "I want to buy that property over there. Uh, I, I've got it penciled out. Uh, this is how much I need, uh, and and uh, I'm having a difficult time with a bank because banks just don't seem to be very cooperative with with newbie." Mm-hmm. Uh, a company, it do be guys who are doing their uh, first, second, or third project. Uh, and where the hell do I find money? Right. And, and the, the, where the hell do I find money? Let me tell you, I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. There's $11 trillion in IRAs. Mm-hmm. And if you, we stood up all the people who have IRAs in a line and said to them, how many people here are thrilled with the results of their IRA? Not a lot of people raise their hand. A lot of people are very disappointed in the results of their IRA, you know, and and for all sorts of reasons. One is they don't really watch it. Uh, it's being managed by a company whose only goal is to just keep it alive so they get their fees. And so they're saying, gee, I would like to do something different with this IRA. So I strongly encourage people to whenever and and you're you've probably said this on pre- preceding casts and that, that I haven't heard, but you know uh, there are a lot of investors who are especially the rookies who will come up with this project mm-hmm. and it's at you know this address and they don't tell anybody about it because God forbid somebody's going to know what I do and they're going to swoop in and they're <laughs> going to buy this you know project out from under me or they're going to do what I'm doing. Don't worry, it's not going to happen. If you're doing a project, tell everybody. Tell yeah. everybody. And then you, once you do that, you're going to find an awful lot of people say, hey, I'd like to invest in that project. Yep. Agreed. If they've got an IRA, they can invest. So can your IRA lend to somebody else? Is a loan an investment for your future? Yes, it is. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I will tell you, we see almost as many loans out of IRAs as we see people who are buying real estate out of IRAs and, and other things too. Yeah. Lending is a very common thing. Now, how much are you going to pay? Well, maybe you're going to pay a percentage or maybe you're going to say, wait a second, we're going to actually partner on this deal and you'll get so much of the profit uh, and and I'll get so much of the profit for my intelligence and labor and mm-hmm. et cetera. And so 
lending is very, very common out of an IRA. Uh, we do want you to, of course, have a promissory note yep. where you are going, where you, uh, the contractor or the builder or the developer are going to pay back that IRA. And, and, you know, and, 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 and we do read those, we do read those notes. Uh, so we, we, you know, we make sure it's, it's signed. Uh, we also like, I will tell you, uh, we like to see a uh, end date. Yep. And, and we, it's amazing the amount of rookies that will come in and send us a note that has no end date. And it, <laughs> it, 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 no, it's astonishing. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Cut that out. Now, no, it's astonishing because what, what they'll do is they'll send in something with no end date at all. And so, uh, we, you know, we call the, you know, borrower, the uh, lender, the guy who owns the IRA back. We say, when is this loan due? And he says, oh, he'll pay me back. And we just say, I know he'll pay you back. When? Mm -hmm. You know, just when? Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to figure it out. And, and uh, so there'll be a due on sales clause would be the next common one. And they said, well, we'll pay you back when we sell. <clears throat> and, and that's nice. Pardon me. We'll pay back when we sell, but but the problem with pay back when we sell is, and we've had this a couple of times, and I'm I'm really talking to the lenders here yep. more than to the to the borrowers. The we've seen this a few times that the developer gets that property up and he says, "Wait a second, I can rent this yeah. at a substantial, you know, rental yeah. rate. I'm not going to sell it." <laughs> and at that point, the loan is never due. Ouch. And we've seen it. And so now what we say is we like to see and, and, you know, and, you know, you know how long this is going to take or supposed to take. And, and gee, I think this, I can do this whole project in, in 90 days. I can do this whole project in 120 days. I can do this whole project in 150 days, whatever your time frame is, I would encourage you if you're the lender, your IRA is the lender to say, look at it, this guy says he can do this in 120 days, right in there, a due on sale clause or 200 days further out, yeah. whichever is sooner. So it's January one right now, he says he's gonna get this done, you know, probably in 120 days, that's what is that, that's uh, uh, May one. So I'll say, okay, it's due on sale or by August 15, whichever comes first, there you, go. you put, you gave yourself a backstop so that that developer has to figure out, Hey, I've either got to sell it. I've got to refinance it. I've got to do something because there is a, a real due date coming up. So you, 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 you do want to see, a, a, we do want to see a real due date. Uh, and then. Yeah. You're on, you're on people paying, we're seeing people pay lower interest today than we did before, of course. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of interest, you know, I've seen interest go all over the map uh, and, you know, name a rate uh, to the point that we've sent it back and said, no, this is usury. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, really, we do. And, and uh, but, but uh, we're seeing some, you know, pretty good stuff at uh, 10, 11, 12% mm -hmm. uh, right now. Uh, you know, I, we're seeing some stuff at nine. Uh, every now and then we get one that comes in, by the way, uh, with a zero rate of interest rate on, on it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? We have to reject that. And we have to reject it because there's a rule that says IRAs are here to make a profit. Right. And if you are lending for 0%, we know you're lending it to a family member, you're lending it to a buddy, you're lending it to whatever you're lending it to. 
and and it's really it's it's you can really make it a gift. Mm-hmm. And IRAs are pretty awful at making gifts. <laughs> there you go. This is this is exactly what I was hoping we would cover. I'll, I want to do one more topic because uh, I think people are going to ask, and then we'll have you back to do some other topics. And that is, hey, can, if, can I get a loan inside my IRA? And if I can, what's it look like? And hey, I'm used to getting a 97% loan. Can I do that in an IRA? What are, what do loans look like? And again, we'll assume this is buy and hold. Okay, this is a buy and hold. Okay, very very quick. I'm glad you did this because I had so many other things I want to talk about. I want to talk about partnering with your IRA. I want to talk about a bunch of other things with your IRA. But, but but lend borrowing. Uh, if you are going to borrow, uh, IRAs can borrow. Mm-hmm. However, uh, we're going to talk to you for a few minutes uh, about your business structure and maybe we want to open a solo 401k for you because the rule regs on solo 401ks borrowing are actually better than IRAs. So oh. we'll do the worst one, which is IRAs. If an IRA borrows, and let's say uh, it's a $100,000 project, and you're going to put in 60000 because because that's what you have in your IRA, and your IRA is going to borrow the other forty. Okay. The Internal Revenue Service says, okay, that's just great, fine. Uh, uh, just, you know, and it's our job to, you know, keep track of those, <coughs> those amounts and, and split them up and say, wait a second, this guy is going to get all this free earnings into his IRA for the amount that his IRA invested. However, he's not investing his IRA money on that other 40%. That's borrowed money. Ah. So that is taxable income. Interesting. I did not know that. Right. So, so what happens is, and we do this accounting for you, this bookkeeping for you, but what happens is, let's say you make you know, a thousand dollars, just keep the numbers simple. And well, $600 of it goes to your IRA, no tax, enjoy yourself. The other $400 also goes to the IRA, probably to help pay back the loan. Yeah. goes to the IRA because the IRA borrowed the money you didn't, Mm -hmm. but the IRA now has to pay income tax on $400 of income. Interesting. Now, as you pay down that loan, of course, the income tax comes down sure. if you hold it long enough. But uh, it, it, with a 401k, by the way, a solo 401k, and a lot of people are going to qualify for that, and we'll, we'll write those up. Uh, it isn't. It's it, there is no income tax on that on that leveraged amount. Uh, the leverage amount keeps changing, of course, as you're paying it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is perfectly okay to borrow. Now, how much can you borrow? Well, it. Uh, <laughs> let me be honest. There is no IRS regulation on how much you can borrow. You can Hmm. borrow all you want, according to the Internal Revenue Service. However, it depends on who you're borrowing from. Hmm. And I say this, and I don't mean to sound, you know, sarcastic, but there are two kinds of lenders. There are smart lenders and there are dumb lenders. Smart lenders have a name. They're called banks. Yeah. And if I'm a bank and I see your IRA is borrowing, and I see, wait a minute, it's a non-recourse loan, the IRA is borrowing, not this individual. The only place I can go to get recapture is to the IRA. I'm gonna look for a much larger DP. So I'm not gonna give you 97%. I'm not gonna give you you 90%, I'm not gonna give you 80%. It's going to be less. Now I can tell you, there's a lot of banks out there, not a lot, there's some banks out there that are doing this and they're lending at about a 50% or 55%. That's about it. Yeah, now, there, that's been there my are, experience too. 
Right. And, and, but every now and then, and we get them, we get them, we see them all the time that it's seller financed and the seller just says, okay, we'll take the whole thing. You know, mm. I know that there's, you know, you know, only collateral is the building, but that's that. And, and, uh, so there's no limit on it. I, I, I wouldn't want you to do hundred percent finance in an IRA because the tax, yep. uh, do it in a, in, in a 401k, but that's what we're here for. We're here to kind of sort those things out for you. And then the last thing to talk about on this example, again, operating the building again, whether it's a house, a duplex, a fourplex, whatever it is with a loan, you, everything is going through the IRA, right? You need to pay taxes, goes through the IRA. You need to replace a oh, window, oh, oh, goes through the IRA. Oh, your, 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 your property taxes, repairs. Yeah, absolutely. Everything. Sure. Yeah. And then of course, it, rent goes in the IRA. To, to the IRA. And so, so yeah, it, it's very clean. The IRA is the owner. It has all the privileges and rights of the owner, you know, gets all the income pays all the costs. Yeah. So there are so much to do and we will absolutely have you back um, to talk about the IRA because I know a lot of my followers are going to go have him back. We, we need more. Do me a favor, talk about the videos because you've, you've answered a lot of these questions in your content. Why don't you talk about that? So we have, we have two things besides, you know, if you want to start an account you just call, you know, uh, call us up. Uh, let me give you that phone number. It's 312-795-0988. Uh, uh, and uh, or or go to our website iraclub.org. We also have the uh, investors kit, which has a lot of videos on all kinds of topics. You know, should I have a Roth IRA? Shouldn't I have a Roth IRA? Uh, you know, how do I name a beneficiary? How do I borrow? How do I lend? There's much more in there on how to lend than there is on how to borrow. And uh, you know, I think there's a half a dozen, there's a dozen or fifteen videos on there. Uh, when you buy the investors kit, by the way, the investors kit. Is all video. It has a bunch of other things that you get, but the videos are what people seem to want. Uh, it's $195. You get a ton of information. The cool thing about the investors kit is when you get done, you get a free IRA, free yeah. IRA account. We don't you charge go. you to start the IRA account. And, and I'll tell you one of the reasons we don't is because you've just answered most of the questions you were ever going to ask. And so it's much easier for us. Cool. So it comes with a free IRA account. And so that's the investor's kit. And, and I know you have that link. Uh, we also have a new book. And the new book is called, I have to look it up myself. The new book is called Make Money During the Biden Administration. And what we're talking about here in this book, and it's free, by the way, and, and the link will be available. Mm -hmm. uh, the book is free. But what we're talking about in this book is we're saying, wait a minute, what's going to happen during the Biden administration? And what's going to happen is we're going to start seeing a lot of inflation, right? Because of some of the tax policies that are being proposed and some of the, uh, uh, you know, administrative policies being proposed, it's going to cause inflation. So it's going to cause the value of your hard assets to increase. And that's a very, very nice thing. So, so the value of that single family home you buy, et cetera, all those are going to keep going up and up and up at, at, at a faster rate than they have been. That's a nice thing, except keep reading the policies and you see there's huge tax implications coming up. You know, we are uh, going up to a 39.6, I think it is a percent income tax. We're uh, taking the highest rate down to people who are only making $400,000. Uh, if you make a million dollars, which is not hard to do once you're a successful investor, make a million dollars, uh, short-term capital gains goes away. Mm. And you're not allowed to take that anymore. So all these things are being proposed. There's a long, long list of them. I won't bother you with them. But so, so it is going to be tougher and tougher and tougher to end up with a net profit. 
Right. Yes, the value of the asset will increase dramatically, but the net profit after taxes will be pressured deeply. And so if you've got idle money sitting in an IRA or you want to put money into an IRA as much as you can, let the IRA be the investor, especially a Roth IRA where it's never taxed. And the difference could be as much as half again or more in profit. Wow. Lots of great stuff there. I like that title, Making Money During the Biden Administration. That is a wonderful book title. That's, that's a good one. So Dennis, I want to thank you for your time today. We will thank definitely you. schedule you back. Uh, enjoy your trip to Detroit and have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You got it.